Hey everyone, welcome to our next episode on Bruja Circle. Hey, 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 hey. So, we will be discussing dreams. Ooh. We need to make Stevie Nicks proud. Yes, I feel like we have to play your song in the background. Mm-hmm. Be on a skateboard drinking cranberry, cranberry juice. juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. to be in this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, dreams are interesting. They yeah. totally are. Do you think we go somewhere when we dream? I think we do. I think we go to a different plane or a different existence. Yes. <laughs> yes. One that is not necessarily material. And we tend to always have like that dream that's like, oh my God, I need to share this. I need to talk about this. Like, why did I dream this? Yes. <laughs> so dreams are pretty interesting in the sense that they can mean a bunch of different things, right? That yes. They could be interpreted a number of ways. Mm-hmm. Like the, the famous one of like your teeth falling out. Oh, yeah. It's usually like an insecurity. Yeah, that's scary. Mm-hmm. I think I've had a dream like that like once or twice. But then again, I'm just very self-aware and kind of conscious about my teeth. So that would just freak me out. Oh, maybe that. Have you had that dream? I have, but I think it is meaning on more on the way that you're describing it. Or like an insecurity or something. I think I was going through some hard times back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but... Um, like, what's your most recent kind of wacky dream, so to say? Well, last night, I had a dream that I was in Italy. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I was and in, you've been to Italy? I've been on the outskirts of Italy, yes. Okay. So, not full-blown, like, Rome or gone to, like, the Vatican City or anything like that, which happens to be in Rome, but... Um, yeah, I haven't gone anywhere in that part, but I did go into the very like borderline where mm. it meets France. Uh, still great, delicious food, warm seas. Oh, it was great. But uh, where I was in this dream was at night, and we were—I guess it was my family and I and some family friends—we were attending a wedding of, I don't know what you would call it, like a, a quadruple wedding. Where it was four couples and the brides were all sisters. They were all dressed up in white, beautiful dresses. The grooms were all dressed up in black, but it was just really dark. And a lot of stuff was lit up by candlelight. Ooh. Yeah, and it wasn't necessarily romantic, but it looked... You're having me think like Mesopotamia? Mesopotamian? There you go. Yeah, it was kind of like that, like almost like an Egyptian kind of feel, but based in Italy... And I just remember my dad and I, my dad was in the wheelchair, so I had him, we were going on the streets to meet everybody at the church, mm-hmm. and um, for whatever reason, we were taking, like, the really long route, and we were going up this bridge that was only made for, like, one person at a time, and mm-hmm. or, like, you know, my dad was in the chair, so I was pushing him, and we got stuck going all the way up, where you could see, like, the entire city. It was crazy, but it was really dark Mm -hmm. it was like very black and then something caught fire in the far distance and you could see like it was just bright red bright bright red and lighting up lighting up the sky almost like a blood red Ooh, yeah and i was just like what the hell is going on in this dream (laughs) you know because when i woke up i just remember my dad and i were being stuck and then his fam uh, our family friends his really close friends were in the dream and they were there like hey do you guys need help and I was like, yeah. And then I woke up. Ooh. Right. So mm. so what is that? 
mean to you? Like, how do you take that interpretation of that dream? You know, I haven't really had time to sit down and think about it because I think there's a lot underlying with this dream that, you know, as we know, dreams can surface a lot of what we are feeling subconsciously and Mm -hmm. emotionally that we may not be addressing. And I think this has some things to do with that have come up with me in like the last couple of weeks emotionally which there has been quite a few. And there's like a kind of like, if you look at it too, cause I'm an outsider of the dream. Right. Um, cause I don't know for you, but like dreams are very emotional to me. Like oh, I do yeah. have a lot of emotions in my dreams. Oh yeah. And so, um, being someone looking at it, that's not emotionally in it. Um, I would say it had like a lot of religious tones to it. Interesting. You know, I didn't look at it that way, but you're right. You're right. It did because marriage, Church, you know, church, even Italy. the the burning. It made me think of like the burning tree of like uh, with Moses. Oh yeah, and then That's you were with your heavy. father. Oh my archetypes. I mean, come on, let's dissect this dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, talking about dreams, you know, there's a lot of symbolism. Yes, there's so much. I mean, animals could play a huge part in that. Yeah. Um, do you have any dreams that you like to talk about that? had animals and representation of that animal all right who's gonna buy me a drink because we need a couple i got you i got you girl i got you after we done recording guess what we gonna go so um it's funny because like in my personal circles they know like about my crazy dreams but i've learned to share them because for some reason they surface in my waking life so i know when i dream of like my aunt something's going on with her I'll oh. even dream of, like, people that were, you know, so to say tied through marriage uh-huh. with me that they still pop in my dreams even now. So would you say they're more like a premonition than a dream? God, I don't want to accept that, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I tend to go through a lot of that. But um, recently, I will share that I dreamt that a friend and I went to a yard sale that turned out to be an estate sale. And then my friend was um, grabbing these things to buy them, but the lady was like, oh, you can't buy them because you had to buy a book and it had tickets in order for you to buy. So we're like, okay. And then she's like, well, then me and these other people were like, we're going to help you take the stuff inside. So that's what we did. But it was literally two houses away from my aunt. So it was so weird, like, how the dream was Mm -hmm. that I, like, woke up and I shared it with the friend that I had the dream of. And then I let it go. Because I was like, you know what? I'm just, I shared it, (laughs) let it go. I mean, there was just, like, a lot, like, thrift store, just right, all of that. There was, like, younger people with babies, and I was tending to the babies, but my friend was talking to the women about work. Oh. Yeah, so it was just it was just a trip. And for me, my dreams are like the wacky races. The Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh, right, 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 right. Because they're so fast-paced. They're like a marathon. And oh. so it it just happens. Like, so many things happen. And girl, you're my bestie. You know. Yeah, she's been having some crazy <laughs> dreams, y'all. Like, sometimes I'm just like, okay, enough tequila, <laughs> enough wine, or maybe more. <laughs> Put your ass to sleep. <laughs> I have tried that and it does not do that. No, no. Yeah. It's not the route to go. We'll talk about certain things that we can incorporate later on. 
uh, to kind of wind down a little bit more. And I know we're talking about interpretation, but you, Miss Feather and Leaf Acupuncture. Yes. You um, work with Chinese medicine, correct? Correct. So So what does Chinese medicine have to say about this? Well, uh, in Chinese medicine, we look at a number of ways of diagnosing an individual. So we look at their tongue, we look at um, their pulse on both their wrists at different positions and that represent different things to the practitioner. So, um, but we also can tell how a person's energy force, you know, we're talking like Eastern medicine sense. Yes, their chi. Yes. And we can see um, or we can get an idea if there's any um, slow or blockages within their energy or their um, their chi uh, just by letting us know if they're having like vivid dreams, what kind of dreams they're having. Like for instance, if someone is um, fearful or scared, um, you know, crying a lot or dealing with like floods in their dreams, that will signify that there's a lot of emotions going on they may be grieving they may be um scared in their waking life oh my god you're reading me live (laughs) no joke i literally had this dream that there was a flood in like the restroom of all places right and i was like grossed out okay then i woke up the other day from a dream because i fell to my knees in the dream and i started sobbing and you know how it's like so sobbing and then you like wake up right right so um chinese medicine just read me (laughs) (laughs) well it's crazy because there's so many things that intertwine and interconnect in how we can diagnose because dreams are one aspect so just from hearing that the first thought in my brain goes straight to Okay, well, we're in the time of fall, which in Chinese medicine, we have these particular organs that we work with, and each organ um, is paired with a season, right? Mm -hmm. So um, right now would be the time in fall is a time of lung. Lung also, or the organs, are also correlated with an emotion. This happens to be fall during the time of lung, which is associated with the time of grief so if you hear about people tend during this time of the year they tend to experience um what's called seasonal depression so a lot of times they'll have a lot more dreams that are a little bit more vivid that are based with like you said flooding or emotional based we'll say that because it can go in a full spectrum the crying the missing of a loved one you know it 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 really goes on a whole spectrum um, but also for when we go from the fall going into winter, so now we're soon going to be, as of one more day, we're going to be jumping into December, which is the beginning of, of the winter month, right? Okay. Or the winter season. Mm-hmm. So that is associated, winter is associated with kidney, which kidney is associated with fear or what we call scattered chi, meaning like, you know, when, um... A kid is fearful in the, of, like, the boogeyman. They wet their pants or they wet the bed. That's, right. that's scattered chi, meaning, like, we're not able to hold it in. We're not able to, con- you know, in our, our So body. what if you're, so, like, really good about holding it in? If but... you're really good about holding it in, it's going to start to bounce off of certain other areas of your life, but also in motions and other organs. So it's going to be... Because chi flows naturally in a way that it, it already does, like... 
For instance, you know your way to and from, point A to point B. For instance, people who commute to work, you know how to get from home to work in this specific way, right? Mm -hmm. And back, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't normally change. You stay on the same route. It's the same thing with Chi. Chi has a particular route that it likes to flow in, Mm -hmm. and it stays in. So if there's something that you're holding in or something that you're feeling physically, it's going to not change the flow of that chi or the route, but it's going to create a blockage. It's going to create traffic or some kind of congestion along that route, which means it's going to take you longer to get to from point A to point B to your destination, which means in the chi you know, description mm-hmm. that it's going to slow everything down along its way. So that makes sense. Yeah. Which means nothing's going to work properly. So it becomes this huge domino effect. And we do feel it not just physically. We will feel it emotionally. We're going to feel it mentally. And sometimes we feel it spiritually. That's crazy because, okay, so I'm going to come up with better language. <laughs> but um, I asked about holding it in because I'm famous for that. And then the other thing is... In a Reiki session the other day, I saw just so many dominoes on this person. Like, I saw how they were falling and how they were moving. So when you explain that about chi and the flow of it, it was like I was seeing how where her blocks were because all the dominoes weren't falling in this particular area. And see, that's crazy because when we have dreams, Mm -hmm. um, imagine, like, you're clearing energy or uh, in Chinese medicine, we're unblocking the blockages. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, people will come back to me and say, like, they had a restful sleep. They had hardly any dreams or they did have dreams, but the dreams shifted from nightmares to good dreams. Mm. I wonder if that's the same for Reiki. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, that's interesting. Right. So let's talk a little bit more on um, animal symbolism. Ooh, okay, so another aspect of dreams. I got it. This girl doesn't like to talk about her business so much. <laughs> but if you're not following Feather and Leaf Acupuncture, please do so. Thank you. You won't work right. <laughs> um, so, animal symbolism. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to bring it out. The bears. Oh, <laughs> bears. So, let's let's throw this in for really quick so for those who may not be so aware that animals in dreams uh sometimes are not just animals in the dream but they actually symbolize a deeper meaning Mm -hmm. in dreams so it could be anywhere from a squirrel to a skunk to a bear to a dolphin to an owl to a fox you know and you name it it can even be your pet from like 16 years ago Right. Yeah, well, like the other day, I did have a dream about bears, and I got really loud and big, and I scared them away because I didn't want them to eat me. Ooh. And But they were small bears. And okay. then the big thing in the dream, too, was that twice I heard and I saw a lynx. And I was oh. like, yeah, it's like of all things, right? Oh. Whoever dreams about a lynx. Right? Oh. So it was interesting. So I know that you and I have had dreams about bears, and that's why I brought it out. Right. Um, but you're right. The animal symbolism can be like... The bear meaning like family, but also it's about boundaries. Yes. And it also, specifically, if you want to get like really deep into the animal symbolism, you know, it also depends on the type of uh, animal that it is. Meaning, okay, we had dreams about bears, but there's also black bears, there's brown bears. Grizzly bears. Yeah, 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 exactly. Honey bears. bears. 
honey bears, yeah, 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 polar bears. Gummy bears. <laughs> Gummy bears are just lovely. Okay. I went a little crazy. <laughs> but they, each individual, um, I guess, species of them are... are I, I could see that because, okay, there's like the bear symbolism, all right? So it could Correct. be like boundaries. Right. But then the other bears, like the grizzly bears or the black bears, have different approaches. Yes. So. You said it so much better than I did. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so... You know, the next time you have a dream, um, write it down. Write it down, or here's the famous, like, this This is what I like to say, is that try to voice memo it if you can. Oh, yeah, that's good. You may sound like raspy, might sound like, you know, like a sexy voice, who knows? But <laughs> you can voice record it, because then that might be the quickest way to get it. Right. Writing it down would be great to for grammar and to like to comprehend you know what i mean probably yeah like comprehensive but voice memoing it would also be a good option um because um you can say things like bear like for yours it's like church your dad you know fire those things like you want to write and have the key points of and then look to them for the symbolism it's like having a puzzle and then you put the puzzle together and you're like oh that's what the big picture might be right um so you were saying that you were like hollering at bears to kind of like scare them away. Mm-hmm. What was the symbolism for you in that dream? Um, because I did a lot of emotional things in that dream. I think it was needing to live through my boundaries. Like some boundaries I've set, I've actually had to like live with them. Like, you know, like keeping people uphold at a distance. Them? Like uphold them. There you go. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. And then with the links, it seemed like there's like a rare breed so like you were saying there's more to it than just a bear meaning gotta look a bit more deeper but i want to say more focus not so much deeper but more focused i dig that okay and throughout the dream i was just having like emotional outbursts Mm. and so it was kind of like okay you gotta work through these feelings so you can get through this it felt like primal time Okay. Kind of like my instincts, like okay. realizing like these are my instincts and then I can really work with them, like work with myself instead of against myself. Oh my Ooh. gosh. See, this is crazy because <laughs> being a TCM or a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, I would have read that a little bit differently because of how we view dreams in mm-hmm. practice. So how you were saying like you were shouting at them, but you were also kind of like, you know, in a way having outbursts. Outbursts would be associated with the liver organ. Um, and this, again, these organs are very different from Western. So they're, they're, they may sound the same, but they have different functions in Eastern medicine. And in, in Chinese medicine, um, the liver is associated. It's motion that it's associated with is anger. So there yeah, must have been... I'm not good at letting go of my anger. So I would have seen that with the animal interpretation, if you bring that in there and the symbolism of setting the boundaries, you know, upholding them, but also releasing the emotional, like, anger that you have been holding on to for a very long time, which obviously means you have to set the boundaries, you know, for what you're going to allow. So, you know, I would treat the anger aspect. And because yeah. in Chinese medicine, we can treat the emotional level as well as mental. And in some ways, we could treat the spiritual too. Yeah, and that's what I love about, like, holistic healing is that it's all-encompassing of that. Yeah. Because 
um, we can have this issue and keep going to the doctor. But sometimes when we look to see the emotion where it's residing, then we can also try to unearth that as well. Like, why not give yourself that extra TLC, (laughs) tender love and care, um, when you're going through this process? I agree with you because when you go into the office, that's not, you know, a a typical MD's office. That's not the first thing that you you typically think about is talking about your dreams. You know, for an average individual coming into the acupuncture's office, you mm-hmm. don't think you're going to talk about your sleep. You don't think you're going to talk about, you know, um, your dreams and how... Like your feelings. You, pretty much. You don't, you don't expect that because a lot of people see that we're going to just address everything on a physical level. However, one thing I tell all my patients is that we do, as practitioners, treat on all these levels, but the body will always communicate with you in the way that it can in that moment and it both best knows how so dreams is just one way you know physically experiencing pain or some kind of discomfort is another the emotions all that and eventually too like for, for instance you were saying that emotionally you've been holding some a lot of stuff in mm-hmm. that's going to come out physically you know the mental aspect is just one way you know and it's going to be the first so before see, like a physical my dreams it's just gonna you know manifest itself it really is <laughs> but i see the ace of cups in that though <laughs> i do i see like the tarot card of the ace of cups and that cup is like the water's flowing over Ooh. and so it's about like it's a flowing <laughs> <laughs> and the ace represents what in tarot new beginnings and the water flowing over i know water represents like a lot of emotion right yeah and intuition Oh, okay. So, um, all right. I think we figured some of it out. I think it's about working with my body intuitively. I love that. But maybe not just intuitively. Maybe it's also knowing um, how to approach things on not just a like a verbal level because you were shouting, you know, but as you were saying, like an intuitive level of knowing what mentally, like where to like, draw a line where to put that boundary at not just working with others but with yourself yeah that's what i mean where i am so ready to jump and like jump into other people's like what i mean is like with the a session with the client i'm mm-hmm. ready to like jump in and be like all right let's do this let's do that but of course for ourselves we're kind of like well where do i start or like oh <laughs> you know what no I, I need to go help this person i need to go do this and so more and more i am kind of understanding a little bit of what i need and at the same time that it's gonna change it's always evolving i think that has a lot to do with my uh, gemini venus like i need to know all the options mm. And then, like, go into what I want to get into. Right. But, yeah, it's, like, if I am making tea every day, it's okay if I don't keep that up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to add more things and be a, what is it, like, a variety? Right. But before, I'd be like, no, I need to, like, do this. I need to cut this out. I need, it was just so strict. Oh, instead of being more fluid in your routines and what everything that you're doing, that's best for you at that time. Yeah. Like even today I was like, well, I'm not going to have coffee right when I wake up. I'm going to have coffee like later. And that's what I mean by intuitively. I think that's great. And where you're like keeping in touch with you. Um, Because that's not something we always do. Because 
I think we get wrapped up in the day-to-day that we forget that, you know, doing these little routines actually does help us. You know, it helps mm-hmm. to nurture us as individuals. Um, our Parent ourselves. Correct. You know, which I notice is coming up a lot in topics lately is, you know, you know, par- reparenting ourselves because a lot of us, especially us now, for our generation now that we're in our 30s and anyone who's, you know, I would say like a little bit older than us of the, the older generations, it's, you know, we grew up in a different time. And we are reparenting ourselves. Hello, Saturn return. See how this is all encompassing? What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) So Saturn takes about, you know, 29 to 32 years to fully um, orbit around your chart. Okay. And so when, that's why they say like 30, like perfect example is Adele. Adele's new album. Yes. Mm -hmm. Saturn Return. Um, People that are going into it are like, oh my gosh. And then people that have been out of it are like, I'm a better person. But it was like a really tough time. Gotcha. And that's what it's about. Saturn is um, Capricorn. And it's about structure and work. And it's about showing your work. Uh And it's also seen as the father figure. So when it returns... It's oh. a time for you to parent yourself. Like, Ooh. to let go of authority is the biggest thing. We'll go get drinks after this, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can feel it. The weight of all of this is hitting me. And that's what it is. It's like, you realize you're the adult, you're the authority in your life, and you take that ownership. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So how would that show up in someone's dreams? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Like, pff- like all of this oh. all of this i mean like my dad literally showing up in my dreams <laughs> right so uh, yeah. this is this is heavy so what are um some things that or like you know do you some think- tips and tricks yes all right thank you for pulling that out of my mouth it is it is quite it. all right i'm also going to put you on the spot and ask you to <laughs> <laughs> pronunciate this crystal oh um yeah we figured it out and i i, I i'm gonna butcher it um, cel- celestite. 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 Excuse me, I told you I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> celestite. And closer, closer than this is a beautiful crystal. It is um, kind of like a sky blue, and it's very crystally. Ooh. And um, it helps with dream recall. Whoa. So you can grab that crystal if you have it, cleanse it, um, put your intention into remember your dreams or to receive the messages you need from your dreams and that crystal um has a vibration to it that will help in dream recall because you know sometimes we wake up and we're like oh my god this dream and then like when we're at work with that coworker and we want to share it we forget it all about it oh yeah that happens to me all the time so that's something the other crystal you could use is jade Ooh. And jade increases lucidity. So it means how you are in the dream. Wait a minute. Break that down as if I don't know nothing because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know so much, child. Um, so there's some people out there. I mean, I don't want to say there's some. There's a lot of people out there that can actually control their dreams. They can oh. choose to jump into a dream that they want. And that's kind of like the lucidity of the dream is like you're traveling. Oh, so how would you know if you want to jump into a dream? Like, well, I mean, they would do it. It's like, okay, so my mom does it. So my mom can actually like control her dreams and jump into dreams and say like, oh, I want to go to this dream and then think about it and go to sleep. 
Oh. Yeah, I'm totally not like that. Oh. But that's what I mean by there are people that jump in dreams and can kind of control and stuff. And Jade's really good to do that with. Gotcha. Um, and it also helps to understand your dreams. Oh. So, you know, how we deep dived into my bear dream. <laughs> right. Um, that's what Jade would also help you to do as well. To kind of navigate the meaning or? Mm -hmm. Like, let's go deeper or let's go here. Like, it's not so much about being deeper, but sometimes it's like, let's go left and then let's go right. Oh, Does that make sense? Yes. To see a little bit, like, to cover all bases of the dream versus, like, deeper meaning. To kind of like, oh, I do remember this, you know, Mm -hmm. I remember that being there. Now, with these crystals, where would you like suggest people put them do we put these under our pillows when we sleep do we hold them after you we wake? can but i always think because i move a lot when i sleep that you know something could happen you know you, you could... knock it off or something yeah or like you're you know moving and then the crystal hits you in the head because it's under your pillow or something i don't know <laughs> i mean damn <laughs> crystal but um you could put it under your pillow but i would suggest probably by a nightstand or in your bedroom. Can I can I just cut you off really quick? How did you say pillow? Pillow. Oh, okay. I thought you said bellow. And I was <laughs> no. like, wait a minute. Did I catch that correctly? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. I did <laughs> say anyone pillow. heard that? Let me know. Like <laughs> <laughs> continue. I'm sorry. Um, but you could do it. I mean, you could have the crystal by a nightstand or in your bedroom, close to your bed. Um, but the big thing is to cleanse them and put the intention. So you're programming the crystal, right? So you're cleansing it when you get it from wherever you got it from. Okay. And then you're, you cleanse it and then you say, okay, then you hold the crystal and you're saying like, this is the intention for dreams. Like I want to work with dreams or even say, I want to be protected in dreams. There's other crystals like amethyst and selenite Uh and all the other ones that can aid in this. Right. But um, I singled these two out because they work specifically with dreams. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. That's and the other crazy. thing, too, is that you can, like, prepare yourself for a dream. How so? I think you do it, right? Like, you have, like, a nightly routine? I do. I have a nightly routine where I like to uh, light incense. Um, I do burn Palo Santo because it helps to... So, it helps to bring in my ancestors. Um, that's really big for me. I haven't been doing such a great job lately. Um, I think you're doing great. <laughs> thank you. But burning uh, Palo Santo at night gives, in, in a way, kind of like a signal to my ancestors that it's okay, in a sense, calling them to come um, and basically to be with me and to protect over me. And they love the smell. You know, I love the smell of Palo Santo, too. I, I could, you know, spray my body with it and bathe in the oils or something. But um, it's probably a little TMI. Um, <laughs> but um, I do burn that. I say, set my intention when I burn it. Um, I say a little prayer. And, you know, um, even when I'm ready to go, you know, to hit the pillow, that I also say another prayer and kind of welcoming them because I do have some dreams where I get taken to another place. Mm, as we, we had started realm. this yes where it's literally taken me to pretty much being with my ancestors around this um this built up fire we're like at the beach and in like a 
tropical forest or something. So you like to travel and you like fire. Well, well, I'm a double Aries, <laughs> double fire sign, so you have an Aries stellium, which means which means you have three or more planets in the sign of Aries. Which means I'm rocking awesome because I have a lot of fire. I have a ton of fire. So um, that is why we have a fire extinguisher in the office <laughs> at every place. <laughs> Just as that. Um, but I, I, I remember this dream so vividly because it was so awesome um, that it was the first or second night that I had started this um, routine, Ooh. and uh, I did it with such huge intention when I started it that it just so happened that when I I guess I was transported right or suspended into this realm I guess where my family and and ancestors were all around this fire pit we were just drumming and dancing around the fire there was no words exchanged it was just literally like loose and letting it out and just you know having fun being connected with all of my people That's and um we did this at night and you could hear the waves crashing from the beach or the the ocean it was just beautiful you could see the stars and it was cool it was a warm night summer night and that um i was actually told by two or three people that this is what happens that my body my spirit actually lifts up and it goes into this other realm the spirit realm and i meet up with my ancestors and that when I did burn the Palo Santo, that was them, you know, um, it was a way of welcoming, welcoming them to come be with me and to go and transcend to that other realm. I love that. See, intention is key. Yes, it is beautiful. It's a beautiful dream. So I hope everyone has a wonderful experience similar to that. If you do, put, you know, place some intention with the crystals or... Palo Santo, w- incense. Yeah, sage. Even tea. I did that. Yeah. Um, during a really rough time uh-huh. in my life, I did that where um, I would make myself tea before bed. Ooh. And it didn't always calm me to go to bed, but right. it calmed me in the night. Because for um. some reason, it didn't feel safe at night. Ooh. Yeah. But I just think it was a lot of energy because I was asking for a lot of help at right. that time. But I wasn't being intentional who I wanted it from. Oh, see, that's the thing. <laughs> you need to be intentional with yeah. what you're doing because you can invite some... Um, not necessarily unwanted. Some but big dogs. Yeah, or it's just you're not sure where you're 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 getting this stuff from. So you always want to protect yourself from that. Um, but and s- that ahead. that is also from experience. Like if I didn't at least try, then I wouldn't have known and been intentional. So that's the biggest thing here. Like I really, really want to encourage you guys to do the things. Yeah. That's how you're going to learn and you're going to know what works for you. It's kind of like a process of elimination to finding out what works because not everything works for the same person. You know, mm-hmm. like Palo Santo works for me, but that may not work for Val. So, you know. And like you're saying seasonal, how you said seasonal before. Right. Like one season you can thrive with this and then All the right. next season you can thrive with something else. Everything is changing and always evolving because that's just the way, at least the physical realm or the physical world and on here on earth it, it it moves it is very transitional so it's never in one constant state it's constantly moving so that it you know it's kind of like in chinese medicine you change your diet along with the seasons you know what i mean so it's the same thing with teas like right now um this is the time for elderberry you Ooh, know is that why i have elderberry soap <laughs> yeah this is a time for it because not only is it really big right now, I mean, ever since, you know, COVID came out, everyone's like, elderberry, elderberry. Elderberry is an old, ancient um, 
remedy for colds and flu and boosting up the Look immune system. ancient wisdom. I know. Saving us again. I'm telling you. Traditional Chinese medicine. People are so scared of it, but it's been around longer than we can remember because we weren't even a thought back then. So I will say as Jess's patient <laughs> and bestie and bruja. <laughs> Hello, bruja. Why is my hand up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that it works. <laughs> it does. I'm not just stating that you know, because I'm in the profession, it really, really does work. But um, let's talk a little bit about herbs that can assist you uh, for sleep. Because a lot of people, when they come to me and they have insomnia or sleep issues, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, when we don't get adequate sleep, people can have some really vivid and like out there dreams because they are lucid themselves between the, the wake state and the sleep state. So they're in and out of that where they end up having some twisted dreams and they're just like, I don't know where the hell this is coming from. Oh, that probably explains the dreams I just had that I shared. Probably. (laughs) Same here. Because I was in and out of weird sleep last night as well. But again, dreams can be interpreted in many different ways. Um, But some uh, teas that you could try uh, to get a good night's solid sleep is you could try with chamomile. Ooh, so soothing. It really is. It's a gentle herb, a gentle flower that um helps to relax and as we were talking about winding down having mm. other routines mm-hmm. you can also put intention into this gentle flower um it really helps to kind of ease the muscles relaxing um it's very calming so this is a great but also calming tea sold in stores you can buy it uh in tea bag form another tea is the california poppy this might be a little bit harder to find you'll probably find this one in like the sleep aid teas Mm-hmm. In a like an ingredient yeah yeah, yeah. it'll okay. be an ingredient among others mm-hmm. um but california poppy is actually really well known for um insomnia as a sleep aid but it helps to in a way kind of like sedate so these teas that i'm mentioning i would have these in the evening time when you're ready to wind down um because you don't want to uh i'm going to say it like the boxer like commercials do you know um handle heavy machinery (laughs) you don't want to drive when you have these but um because it's going to help relax you a lot in in a lot of different ways like physically but also kind of just like all right i'm ready to kind of like coast the rest of the evening and you know i would have this anywhere from like one to two hours before bed um as well valerian root is really popular for sleep you did it, warn me about that, though, because yeah. that could really soothe you. Yeah, you, you don't want to do too much of valerian root. Um, too much can be too much of a good thing, <laughs> gotcha. where it can end up in a bad way. Um, so definitely want to take caution and definitely want to consult with your practitioner or anybody before really like doing heavy doses of any of these. But uh, valerian root is really awesome for that when you take it in the appropriate dosage, um, whichever it is that you're purchasing in in like a tincture form, tea form or um you know just those two are actually popular and good enough as it is um yeah just take it the recommended dosage got it and the last one um i would probably recommend is ashwagandha 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 is (laughs) it's really popular right now this is an adaptogenic um herb where or root where it helps to modulate our stress levels meaning that it helps to regulate our stress levels to where it'll actually relax us and actually put us in a good deep sleep, restful sleep. And that's what we're looking for. We want restful sleep. Mm-hmm. The majority of individuals don't really get that, which is part of the REM, 
where we're like really, really deep. Where we're like we're used to a constant state of stress. Right. So this helps to regulate the stress levels and put us as ease. So when we go to sleep, we'll be able to have a restful sleep. Got but it. one thing I will say about ashwagandha, though, is if you're already highly anxious, you know, some individuals are, such mm-hmm. as myself, I could be very anxious. You want to take this in a very low dose. But also, you want to probably mix this with lemon balm, which I love lemon balm. <laughs> I would actually put lemon balm in the list here, too. But if you're going to have ashwagandha, mix it with the lemon balm because it'll actually counteract the side effects, um, which can be it will make you more anxious. I've had that personally happen to me where I made a um, turmeric milk mm-hmm. or turmeric tea or golden milk, as it's also known as. And in order to get a good night's sleep, and I added too much of the ashwagandha by accident man i woke up i thought i was gonna have a heart attack because i was like oh my god what the hell's going on oh my god again experience experience yes (laughs) so i'm not just saying that this is literally facts (laughs) you know go to an herbal book if you want to but it literally is is just fact yes it it has (laughs) happened to me personally because i wasn't monitoring what the hell i was doing um you know acupuncture is fuck up too (laughs) not in that way but you know it's a trial and error so, um, but lemon balm is a great one too. And that'll be my last one because lemon balm is part of the mint family mm-hmm. and it's so soothing. I used to grow it at home and it's so wonderful to have. You rip off the leaves and they look like mint leaves, but when you break it off, it smells like lemon. It's so refreshing, but it helps to reduce stress for us and put us at ease when we're getting ready to go to sleep. Awesome. Thank you, doctor. Oh, you're welcome. And I do the bow. <laughs> Well, we hope that us talking about it, sharing, and um, what's the other word I'm looking for? Sharing it. Yeah, you said it. Talking, sharing, um, expressing. There you go. Yes. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening to our dreams. Yes. Our aspirations. Oh. Our goals. Yes. Now I feel like I really want to be on a skateboard with my cranberry <laughs> juice. You know, with the song playing in the background. Oh, yeah. We're going to be doing that at the bar right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. We look forward um, to hearing from you. Please comment and let us know some of the dreams that you've had and the interpretations. Mm-hmm. And maybe even some tips and tricks that you may have. Exactly. Catch us on the next episode. Bye.